You're listening to MLVC, the Madonna podcast, your place for all things Madonna Louise Veronica Ciccone. I'm your unofficial celebration tour correspondent, Stefan. <laughs> and today on the show, we have bilingual comedian, singer, writer, and producer, Trana Wintour, who saw both nights of Madonna's yeah. celebration tour in Montreal. Welcome to the show, Trana. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. I'm such a big fan of the show. Uh, and I'm a big fan of your comedy. And uh, yeah, I feel like we were just saying this before on the pre-show. We feel like we know each other already. Absolutely. I Even know your this... voice so well. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. It is I used a good to, thing. I used to hate the way my voice sounded. And no, no, doing, the, nice doing this show, I've had to sort of like get used to hearing yeah, it nonstop because I always listen back to the show when I'm slicing it together or whatnot. Yeah. So you got to, like RuPaul says, if you don't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love somebody else? Exactly. So it's, uh, it's a lot of, you know, self-love when we put ourselves out there into the world. Always. Uh, how, how are you doing today? Because I know that you have seen both shows and I know seeing Madonna back to back two nights in a row is, uh, well, we actually had an, a day in between. Oh, that's right. So that's right. she did Thursday and Saturday. Oh, right. So right. It was really nice to have that recovery because the day after the first show, like I couldn't move, honestly, <laughs> like I was totally wiped out. Um, and now I'm, I just want to, I'm just trying to hold on to the magical feeling that I have felt the last couple of nights, you know, like the show is just so positive and joyful and life affirming. And I just want to live in that bubble for a little bit longer. And then yeah. there's also another part of me that's sad that it's over. And I wish I could see it just one more time. Yeah. Uh, is that not possible for you? Is just, no, like... this is it. Yeah, yeah, I know. Sometimes I feel like I've been blessed to be able to see it as many times as I have. And yet yeah. I'm seeing it again on Thursday in Philadelphia. And I have to keep reminding myself, Stephanie, you're seeing Madonna this week. Like it, it, it's, it's that Philly has seemed so far away that I have like forgotten yeah. that it's coming well, up. This, I mean, I haven't forgotten this, but it felt really far away because I don't remember when the tour was announced. Was it like the spring of last year? It was a, a year ago, like last week or two weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, it was It was early in 2023 yeah. that it was announced. And I, you know, I bought my tickets the day of Montreal was supposed to be in August, which already seemed so far. <laughs> right. And then when everything was rescheduled, I'm like, oh my God, like I'm going to be waiting forever. And I was so panicked that the Montreal show wouldn't happen. Like mm -hmm. I was just so scared of it being canceled and it being January and winters in Montreal are crazy. Yes. And I'm like, what if there's a snowstorm that day and she yeah. can't get into the city? And I could not allow myself to be fully excited until it really happened because I was so scared that it wouldn't. Yeah. I, I, trust me. I know. So my co-host Liberty and I, we were meant to have, as everyone knows, we were meant to go to the original opening night in Vancouver. And I think once that happened, where like, we, I mean, we were two weeks out, we had our trip, yeah, booked, know. you know, like hotel, <sighs> flight, like everything was, I, I, we had our outfits, like, and then it got, the rug got pulled out from underneath all of us. And yeah. I think that did a little bit of, now every every show is like your little trepidatious, you know, exactly. you're like, is, is, and also because of Madame X, you know, like Madame X, some yes. of those shows, they were canceled, like mere hours before, like people were in the venue and they were like, no, well, exactly. And, and I get to it. be honest, like, you know, I think me and many fans when the tour was even announced felt like, does she even have it in her, you know? Mm -hmm. And I was talking with my friend who I saw the show last night and we were reminiscing about that horrible Maluma performance. Oh, <laughs> you know that she did at that big stadium. And I, and it was like, you know, if she had given us that, we'd be having a very different conversation, but I'm so happy <laughs> that 
the show and the tour so far has been such a triumph. I'm so mm-hmm. happy. I like to think of that Maluma sh- performance as sort of like what when she, when she was on the Arsenio Hall 10th anniversary, where she <laughs> sort of like cavorted around with uh, what's his place from uh, uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, right. Anthony Kiedis. You know, like when that lady is a tramp number, like to me, that's sort of the Madonna we got at the Maluma performance. Okay, right? that's a little, fair. A little more loose, not really rehearsed, you know, like <laughs> yeah. just sort of like let's just have some fun on stage with Maluma. But to me, it just felt like there were some years or, you know, months where she just seemed to be a little bit like in a fog, you know? Oh, okay. And I feel like I was so blown away by how like sharp and precise she was in the show. And like, I really feel like she has just gotten all of her shit together, mm-hmm. you know, for this show. And I'm mm-hmm. so glad. Yeah, and uh, and I can understand, like, my co-host Liberty, two things you said, where one, she was, you know, her show, she's not seen until Austin, which is the last two shows oh, in, wow. the, in the U.S. So, like, she went from seeing the very first yeah. show oh, that's rough. to waiting to the very, very end. And she's, you know, a teacher and a mom, and she doesn't have the yeah. ability to, like, take off work or leave her of family course. to go board around and see no. other shows. but. So there was that. And then she was, she was a little scared that maybe the show wouldn't come to fruition for yeah, some strange exactly. reason. You know, like but we it, didn't know, yeah, you know, we like, didn't know. And, um, but I'm so glad that it did because honestly, like this was my 11th and 12th time seeing her. Nice. I've seen every tour since reinvention, except for Madame X. And honestly, I don't know if it's just because my previous concert experiences are so far behind me. But I really do feel like this was the most fun I've ever had at a Madonna show. Like there was just something extra special. And I think emotional about it. Like, I don't think I've ever been this emotional, like at a Madonna show, like crying multiple times Uh during both nights. Like I just, I don't know, maybe it's because of everything that she has gone through these last couple of years and that feeling of, is it going to happen? Is it not? And then it happening in such a big, magical way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think there is something so inherently badass about where she's at in her life right now and being able to do a show like this. Like, it really blew me away. And yeah, even I mean, it sounds weird to say, but I just, like, I feel, like, proud of her, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, because we all know, I mean, you know, I was, in fact, talking to Liberty about this last night, where... She didn't have to do this, you know, no. like she, she was on the brink of death and she could have just woken up from that, you know, medically induced coma and said, you know what? Refund everybody. I can't do this. And yeah, no, just sure. chose, chose to rest and recover and live off her wealth with her kids for the exactly. rest of her life. You know, like the fact but that I think she, she's too, she's too addicted, honestly. <laughs> like I, I mean, you know, and I, I mean, I'm not saying this necessarily with judgment, but like Madonna has always been a very ego driven person, you know? And I think that like, I mean, I don't know for sure, but I would imagine that in these last few years where her legacy and ability have been questioned, that there must be a part of her that wants to prove people wrong. Sure. You know, and I don't blame her and she has succeeded. Yeah, I agree. I I think, but I mean, she's been getting that, since her whole career like it's ridiculous to think that like i know like it, it'd be different if she hadn't gotten flack like that 
until now, you know, where it was exactly. But like the fact that we've had ageist comments about Madonna not being able to perform since Since girly show. show, I know it's like no sense at all. I mean, she was in her thirties and people were like, people like pack it in grandma, you know, I'm like, "Um, I, I, I know it's just so ridiculous. And like, obviously objectively Madonna doesn't have anything to prove. Like she really doesn't, but I think she still feels it. You know? Yeah. And I I mean, uh, I think we're blessed as fans to have her have that drive because absolutely. maybe if she didn't, she would just be like, eh, sorry. Yeah, exactly. I'm, but I'm, I'm I not do doing think, it. But I do, I'm happy that this tour exists because I, I do think that it, not that it needed to happen, but it, it has re-cemented um, who she is, her impact, her achievement, you know? I mean, it was always undeniable, but I'm just, I'm glad that if this is the last tour that we're ending the live performance career on such a high note. Yeah. Well, I, you know, like I I don't want things to end for her. Like they did for Elvis, you know, like I don't want to see her like, like if that Maluma performance was the last performance (laughs) we ever got, like that would be tragic. Yeah. 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 Um, Yeah. I I mean, I I don't know. It's, it's weird conjecture to have where we're like, is this the last time she'll ever perform? Because, you know, someone like Stevie Nicks is still performing and she's 72, you know? I know, but Madonna puts on a very particular kind of show. You know what I mean? And so it might be the end of this spectacle type of show. My speculation is that I think she's going to continue to extend the tour kind of the way that Cher did with her farewell tour. And I think she'll keep extending it for as long as she can and wants to do the show. And, you know, because I can't imagine her stopping and doing a new tour in like three or four years from now that could pop this. I just, I don't see how that's possible. Although but I could be wrong. Knowing Madonna, the fact that you're even challenging her on something like that. I like, know, maybe she'll hear it and she'll do it. If people are like, you know what? This is it for Madonna. She can't, this is, I can't see her doing something that will be able to top this. And Madonna that we love will be like, just you wait. (laughs) Well, I'll, I'll never count her out. You know, I'll never count her out, but you know, I mean, you know, even Tina Turner had to like, you know, be like, I want to, I want to end the, the live performance. It doesn't mean Madonna is going to go off into the shadows. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, I think most performers, especially those who are known as the best live performers of all time. Yeah. Like you, you want to, you know, you want to leave people with the memory of how fucking good you were. Yeah. I mean, there's something kind of fun to think of like Madonna at 70, just coming out and being like, I know know. it's, but there was even an element of that in this show. Like I appreciated that there was, there were moments of sort of camp and humor, you know, that were like kind of vampy and a little Mae West-esque. And like, I love those moments in the show. Yeah. Oh, well, and specifically when, as soon as you said that, I thought of the moment when the phone rings and it's yes, Takesha. Exactly. Like, because you go, and I love the transition from that because you go from the beautiful avant-garde uh, modern dance m- choreography from justify my love and it's heavy and serious and this yeah and then all of a sudden she's getting a phone call from takisha and she's laughing and it's like where have we gone like i know this instantaneous transition and i'm like that's madonna like that's quintessential madonna yeah and then going back to bad girl after that right like that whole segment was just incredible 
Yeah. All right. So let's, so what were some of your standout parts from the show? I mean, you said you were crying a lot, so. I was crying a lot. I mean, I think the opening is beyond spectacular. Like after confessions, I think this is the best opening. Honestly, it's so powerful. Um, it really feels like the Empress has like entered the temple, you know, like it is (laughs) epic and it just, I just hit me. You know, and and the song lyrically, I mean, is the perfect summation of mm-hmm. her life and career. So it was just the most perfect opener. Um, in Toronto, she did um, Frozen. Uh-huh. And I was gutted because, you know, I knew the set list. I've watched a lot before going to the show. I can't resist spoilers. Um, and Rain was the moment that I was the most excited for. And when I saw that she swapped it out for Frozen, I almost had a meltdown. <laughs> um, and when and the first Montreal night, as soon as Ray of Light ended, I was like with my friends and I was just like, please, Rain, please, Rain, please, Rain, please, 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 please. <laughs> and then Rain started and I just started crying. Like I just freaked <laughs> out. And both nights, I think it is such a stunning performance. And you know, the way that the beat of the song is sort of beefed up, like, mm-hmm. it's just so magical. Like, I, oh, it, it's just, it's not only a highlight for the show, but I feel like it's a highlight of, of all the times that I've seen her. I was just so blown away by that. Um, and last night, like, mother and father really popped off. Mm. Um, like, even with the audience, who I'm sure most of whom are not super familiar with that song, but it got such an amazing response. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it was her or like bringing a different energy to it than she did in the first night, but it, it really stood out last night. Oh, nice. Yeah, I, I, I've said it before. It's weird that she has mother and father. I mean, it makes sense in the context of the show that she puts yeah. mother and father in there. But again, if you're saying it's a quote, quote unquote greatest hits tour, that song shouldn't be there, you know? Well, be- she's never going to do a conventional greatest hits tour, exactly. you know? And even like, I mean, well, I don't know, like what, 30, 40% of the show is the more minor hits than the bigger hits. Yeah. Which I love, you know, I still think ending on bitch. I'm a Donna is a bit of a weird choice. Like, Mm -hmm. I think it manages to succeed because it's so high energy and we have all the dancers in all of the costumes. But to end a show like this without, like, a massive sing-along hit is a bit strange to me. Um, Uh, I feel feel that's a a very Madonna choice, though. It is. And I think there... And then there's another part of me exactly that feels like ending with Rain as, like, the final song and then Bitch on Madonna as the encore is, like pretty badass you know yeah i just i because she tends to do stuff that we don't expect her to do you know yeah. like every, everyone's expecting music will be the end or which i still know, think it should have been or honestly. like give it to me or you know like any, no i don't some want of those, that like, some of the hands in the air anthems that she's ended before celebration even you know yeah and then she she's like no actually It's going to be this song, you know? But it works just because of, again, the high energy nature of it and, you know, the lyrics. Like, it makes, it does make sense. Yeah. And last night, her her veil got caught on one of the (laughs) dancer's costumes. Oh, no. And it sort of yanked it back a little bit. And you could tell she was pissed. And, like, she kept trying to, like, pull it back but couldn't really do it. And so she just had to live with like some of her hair sticking out. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever there's a costume malfunction that goes on during the show, you're always like, Oh yeah. Who's who's going to get yelled at? She didn't even have to like, she could have just not even tried to 
put it back. You know, it wasn't like that much hair was sticking out, but you could tell that it kind of bothered her. But she was also kind of laughing about it too at the same time. Yeah. I that, Well, that's the other, like, I think the other moment that you get sort of like silly, goofy Madonna other than the Tokisha phone call moment is during bitch I'm Madonna, you know, like that from the moment that song oh starts to the end where she like pulls the veil over her face and starts descending like the, 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 the looks and, and facial expressions. Oh my God. Doing, I live for it. It's Even amazing. Ray of light. Like I, you know, I mean, I know that TikTok went viral and people were sort of like mocking her, but like, I feel like she is giving us like, kooky alien granny and i love it you know like i there i don't know to me there's something funny about it but that i think is intentional um but yeah i and i i love also like you know at the end of um i think it's at the end of vogue um or no human after the human nature like the bridge between like vogue and like human nature and crazy for you like where it's like sort of the police raid. Right, right. And she's like, fuck you. Like, we didn't do anything wrong. Like, it's just so over the top and hilarious. Like, it it killed me both nights. Yeah. I love that she has the little acting moments in the show. Me too. They kill me. You know, like, it's almost like, it's like mini Madonna Broadway because, you know, like her trying to get into the club before a holiday. But I love that it's improvised. You know what I mean? Because like, she doesn't say the exact same thing. Like, so I love that her and Bob, like, especially during that, like, let me in the club moment, like, it was different both nights, you know? So I, I like that someone who's usually as highly controlled as she is in her shows you know, like, I mean, she said it a million times. She never does anything on stage. It hasn't been rehearsed like a million times. But like, I like that she's leaving room for like these improvisational moments. Yeah. I almost and even wish the speeches did... both nights were yes. different. Yeah. Well, what did she talk about? Um... Well, the first night was more political. Um, and um, last night was less. Mm. Um, the first night was sort of like, classic preachy Madonna where she was like, let's change the world by lighting our phones up. Yes. And then um, the second night I felt it was more poignant because it just felt a bit more real. And the second night she sort of left out the like change the world stuff. And she was just more about this idea of the ups and downs of life. And when you do find yourself in the darkness in your life to turn on your light and it it just felt a bit more authentic and less preachy the second Mm -hmm. night. Mm hmm. Yeah, I think she's had that sort of, she's alternated between those two messages a couple of right. times. I think some of the shows I've seen, it's gone from a bit more political and yeah. then a little bit more personal. Yeah, um, I guess it depends on her mood. Um, but she was really playful, like in the the speech before Express Yourself last night, like she asked the audience, like, what is poutine, which is like this dish that like quebec is known oh for God, which it's is so it's good like, it's so it's good. like a, it's a diner dish you know it's just fries cheese i, I was and gonna gravy. say I, I call it disco fries uh, you know so yeah. if you've ever if you've ever been drunk at 2 a.m and in an all a 24-hour diner and had ordered disco fries that's, yes, that's exactly what it is so like there were like there was that little moment like she asked someone in the audience to tell her what it was and oh, like, she didn't know she didn't know no she didn't know and uh, she thought it was a drink uh-huh. <laughs> Um, or maybe she was just playing but she didn't know and just you know wanted to be funny and I feel like especially the second night like she said it in the speech in the beginning before burning up and the one before express yourself but like when she was thanking the fans um for their support over her career and over just these last few months in terms of her getting you know her health back together 
it seemed really genuine mm-hmm. um, for the first time. And like, you know, I've always found, found Madonna to be someone who doesn't genuinely appreciate the fans. Like, I think she kind of looks down at us and like thinks we're dumb for being fans. Um, and why do you, why do you feel that way? I'm just curious. Because she's so, she just seems so unreceptive to the love, not dissimilar to Barbara Streisand, honestly. And I think that for people, I, to some extent, who grow up with a lack of warmth and affection, there's a sort of natural coldness, I think, that, mm-hmm. that emerges. You know, I think that for people who sort of have those kinds of childhoods, it's harder to receive love and to let it in. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I've always felt the sort of coldness um, on Madonna's behalf towards the fans especially when you compare her to people like Mariah or even Lady Gaga who are, who really take the time, yeah, you know? Um, and oh, I, I mean, I wonder oftentimes because there is, there's sometimes, you know, like a lot of people, I get messages from listeners who say, you know, Oh, I, I, I took a video of Madonna leaving the venue last night or, you know, like leaving wherever she was at a dinner in New York or whatever. She didn't even wave to anybody or stop and say hello or, and I, I get it. Like she's such, I mean, she's been hounded by people. No, that I get, but I, and I'm, but I'm just saying in certain circumstances, you know what I mean? Like when she's going about her everyday life, absolutely. She doesn't owe anyone, 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 anything, but, um, I don't know. I, I just have always felt that like, I don't know. I don't know how she, but I, I, well, I I was going to say, I wonder if it's just that she doesn't know what to do with that, you know, like probably like, again, yes, I agree. Like, I don't think she knows how to fully receive that kind of love, you know? Yeah. Oh, I think also, you know, I mean, she's been more famous for longer than she was not famous. Oh my God. I mean, yeah, we passed that point a long time. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, she's, it's been, she's been this goddess in, in the, the, the universe for so long now where I also wonder if it's maybe just like a, a self-protection thing where she either, it's like, she can't expend that kind of energy or it's, yeah. she doesn't want to like possibly put herself in a, a, a situation where it's a threat, you know, like, cause she doesn't know, but what I, people think, but are gonna I do. think there is also like a meanness to her. You know what I mean? Like I know people <laughs> who have been who people who are, you know, substantial artists in their own rights who have been at parties and in rooms with her. I don't think she's the nicest person. And again, I'm not, I, that's fine. I love that side of her. You know what I mean? That's, that's part of what draws me to her. And that's part of who she is. You know, yeah, she's yeah. like, she says it in the montage, like, I'm your worst nightmare. Like, she is. She's our worst nightmare and our dream come true simultaneously. And she, uh, I think she also says that in the montage. You've never had more fun with anyone else, and you well, know it, it. Exactly. And it's and it's both of those things. And she is a polarizing person. And there are so many contradictions that exist within her and her work. And, you know, and I love those things. And And I'm not saying any of it, like, with reproach, but all to say just that, Last night, like that moment of gratitude felt very genuine. And mm-hmm. there is a warmth in this show that she's radiating and a joyfulness that I have not felt at any of her other shows. Yeah, you know? it is. It's I, I can't like you feel like she's giving you a bit of a hug with this exactly show. But she we are. We have never been hugged by Madonna. <laughs> you know, like that's like being hugged by like an ice sculpture, you know, <laughs> like. But this felt like a genuinely warm embrace. Yeah. Well, I and mean, it was I, I, wonder so if, nice. I wonder if her hospitalization, her, you know, maybe 
you know, her life flashed before her and she was just like, I, you know, maybe she feels a little bit more genuine love towards. I, I think so. And I think that like, you know, as hard as it is, like we know how much she loves live performance yeah, and putting on a show. Like we know this, like, I forget which interview it was, but like, she talks about how like anytime she goes to another artist show and she's backstage and she sees all the cases and everything, it just like makes her want to be out on the road. And so, you know, maybe there's, um, maybe every night there's just this feeling of like genuinely not taking it for granted, like the ability to do it and experience it, you know, which is why I genuinely think we won't see the last of her on stage after this tour, because whatever iteration she decides to perform next after this, I think it would just be because she's a showgirl, you know, she says that, you know, she, well, exactly. That's why I have a feeling that this show is going to continue. And they'll, you know, kind of like what she did with Sticky and Sweet, like Mm -hmm. how the year later she did like the whole other leg. And I think there's, I, that's my prediction, that there's going to be some sort of version of extending the tour, extending it. And then maybe in three years from now, there'll be a new leg that is really like sort of labeled like the last. Mm. Well, I mean, look, you know, look at Janet Jackson. She just released, you know, tour dates for the Together Again tour. Yes, exactly. Again. So, you know, like exactly. she, so she was do, think... she was doing it last year and now exactly. she's bringing it back this year. Yeah, which I, I don't know. That's my prediction. And I will obviously be there, you know, <laughs> yeah. like the show yeah. is just so good. Like it's so jam packed. And like, again, I knew the set list already, like the back of my hand. And I'd seen so many videos on YouTube. Um but nothing was spoiled at all. Like it was still, still magical and surprising. And I just can't believe how like jam packed it is. You know, it's almost like by the end of it, you even forget that like, Oh my God, she did into the groove. She did open your heart. Like you forget. Yeah. And I wonder if, I mean, there's always me, you know, like if she was to reboot this show, you know, I mean, we, we have continually theorized she's got new music coming, you know, like what would the boost be where she would come out with a new album and then she could go back on tour with some fresh music sort of plunked in where she wants to change up the set list. Because obviously if it was the same exact show, note for (coughs) note, people might not want to go see it again, you know? No, exactly. But kind of like sticky and sweet, like she changed up a good, like three, four songs, you know, like, I, I mean, I would a, totally, I would go, even if it was the same exact show, but. But look at Cher, you know, like she did it for three years and like 250 shows. And was it was the, based the farewell tour that's yeah. been on for three years. Yeah, it went on for three years. And now she's going back on tour, I heard. Well, she, I mean, in the interviews for like the Christmas album, she's sort of hinting at like, she feels like she has one more left in her. But nothing official yet. But but I mean, we all know. But I just feel like if share if well, exactly. But I just feel like if share can do 250 performances of basically the same show over three years, if that's what Madonna wanted to do, like I think people would still go. Yeah, I mean, especially because this show has just like gotten rave reviews like across the board. Yeah, I wonder if she would change it and maybe do stadiums and like like a summer show, you know, where... I I hope, I, just, like, I love, like, everyone's doing stadiums now, but, like, you know, what was so cool about this show, too, is that because the stage is so massive and covers, like, almost like, the entire length of the floor, like, it just, I don't, it, there was a kind of intimacy, even though it's mm-hmm. an arena, like, it just felt like no matter where you were, like, there, it was, you know... 
there was something for everyone and it, it there wasn't really a bad seat in the house you yeah know? i don't know if it would work in a stadium the setup would. i don't be, think so i think the, the feel of the show would get lost yes i think so too um but yeah i just i i really cannot get over how good it was like and yeah i just like i just want to hold on to, to mm. the the feelings of the show like i feel so inspired like it's january you know what i mean it's a depressing month mm-hmm. um the world is a depressing place and this really felt like such a magical escape like just to be in that bubble of the show and again like that getting that hug from her that we've never gotten before like just feels so good yeah i'm excited see now you've got me excited for thursday now i'm like <laughs> oh that's right i'm going again <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i get to get hu- my hug but from a yes <laughs> you're so lucky who was the do you know who the the vogue ballroom judges were each I, night well so the first night was actually a friend of mine el barbara uh-huh. who is really like the queen of montreal's ballroom scene oh nice um you know she's such um I mean, she does so much for that scene and that community um, and for the trans community in Montreal. Like, Al Barber really is a legend. And it was such a fitting choice. Like, if it wasn't going to be me, Al Barber was, like, the perfect choice. And it made me so happy. And, like, and I cried when she was on stage. Like, oh, it was nice. just such a magical moment. And especially because for her, it came out of the blue. Oh. Like, she had no idea. Like, she doesn't know how she got on their radar like you know she thought the message that she got was like a scam like it just like none of it made sense like it was so left field for her um so that was really really special and last night i don't know who it was and at the end when madonna thanked the person by their name i did i couldn't make it out so i i don't know who they were oh yeah it's i hope that there's somebody keeping track of uh Oh, I'm sure there is. I'm sure there's like a there's a Madonna site somewhere that has a running list. Absolutely. And um I think that's what's fun and interesting about like the like Canadian dates where like Madonna doesn't really have friends in like Toronto and Montreal. And I'm sure for some of like the smaller US cities is the same case. So it's like it's sometimes it's fans. Like I know in Toronto, like the second night was like a fan from the first night that she kind of had like a little moment with. So it's really interesting to see like who gets, cause you know, in Paris, it's like Jean-Paul Gaultier in Milan, right. it's, it's, it's Donatella, like, but in the smaller places, like, you know, it's interesting to see who gets up there. Yeah. It'll be, I know that's why I'm sort of like super curious to see, like, I mean, obviously she's in, uh, she's at Madison Square Garden this coming week. So it's going it, to, uh, I hope it's not Amy Schumer. <laughs> uh, or like Anderson Cooper, you know, like. Well, he was at the Brooklyn show and like she kind of like was throwing a little oh, shade at him. Oh, but, to yeah. uh, Andy Cohen, right, right, right. She, yeah. yeah, she was like, <laughs> but yeah, it'll be it'll be fun to sort of see because you know a city like New York, there's the cream of the crop. You know, like she could pick anybody. Yeah, and it's all her friends. You yeah. know, I hope she brings up Debbie. That would be cute. She did. She brought up Debbie. Oh know. yeah, you're right. I forgot. You're oh, right. Already, she brought uh, Debbie. Yeah, up. you're right. But, yeah, like it'll be it'll be interesting to see who comes up in some of the like you know like. New York, LA, Miami, like those huge yeah, cities. Exactly. <laughs> I, I'm like, who, who's who's getting chosen for Philadelphia? You know, you already got on stage <laughs> with her. <laughs> I know, I know. I, I I would like you said if it wasn't going to be you, you were happy, Al Barbara. Like, yeah, I don't need to be up for the ballroom scene. I would love to see somebody else have a Madonna moment, and 
enjoy. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, yeah, I, I would imagine that it's still, I mean, I've heard you talk about it on your show and like, yeah, it's probably something that you kind of never get over, you know? Yeah. I mean, at this point now, like I'll watch, I'll see a picture. I'll show a picture to somebody be like, oh yeah, the, you know, look, yeah. like, I'll show people video. And I'm like, it just seems like a dream at this point. I know. You know? I know. Like it was exactly. so long ago where I'm just well, like. That's the thing with concerts and live performance in general, that it's, it's just so ephemeral, you know? And like, even last night, I, you know, before the show started, me and my friend were just like, okay, we have to be so present let's just really yeah. take this in and like you're almost trying to record it onto your brain into your yeah. soul but it's so hard to do and like eventually the memories will fade you know yeah i know but that's why we, we hope she extends and then we can keep going you know i really hope so because if she, I, I mean i'm telling you if she does south america and she goes to brazil like i've never been to brazil so what what a great opportunity to go. Yeah, I have a friend there too, actually. Maybe that would be the right opportunity to go. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, I haven't booked my summer trip yet. Yeah, exactly. Why maybe. not coincide it with the celebration tour? Although uh, I'm, we had, uh, we've had a couple of Brazilians on the show talk about how like, y'all aren't ready for what the crowds would be like. Oh, no, Brazil. I know. And I would love to experience that. Because even in Montreal, like the, the Thursday night, um, I mean, I only know this now in comparison, you know what I mean? But like, but even at Thursday, even before Saturday, like leaving the show Thursday, I felt like the audience could have given a bit more, mm -hmm. you know, like she did the like causing a commotion, um, you know, call and response, single call and response. And like that audience on Thursday, like did not know that song. Like oh, me and my friends on. were the only oh. one in our section yelling back the lyrics and I'm like, this is unacceptable. I'm like, you guys are embarrassing <laughs> me in front of Madonna, okay? <laughs> like, get your shit together. Um, and, but but Saturday night, last night, um, the audience was on fire. And it felt like a totally different experience last night because yeah. of that. But it's kind of great because Thursday, I felt like I was able to really, like, not that I wasn't losing my mind on Thursday as well, but because of the energy, it just felt a bit more relaxed. So I was just more taking it in. Mm -hmm. And then last night felt just like an explosive party. Yeah. Well, know? plus you're also, I think the first time you see the show, it's sensory overload. Yes, you know, there's, exactly. There's so much coming at you that you're like, it's just, the, you're just there watching from moment to moment to moment to moment. And the second time you see it, you're able to like, it's not a surprise. So exactly. You can appreciate the moments a little bit. Yes, exactly. It's, it's a bit of a richer experience. Yes. You know, like the first time you're just like, <sighs> and then the it's so time, true. You're a little bit more calm. <laughs> uh, yes. I was definitely more calm for sure. For sure. Yeah. That's a good point. That's why I always go twice, you know, like every tour that I've gone to except reinvention, I've saw like at least twice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Once is never enough on a Madonna I th show. I think I wanted to, well, right. As you know, like, like Madonna says in some girls, too much is never enough. Exactly. Uh, I, I mean, I, I think, it, and I will forever, and I'll never forgive myself for this, but I think the only Madonna tour I've never seen more than once since I started going was Confessions. And I'm like, Stefan, out of all oh, the I shows know. to see more than once, you should have gone and seen Confessions more than once. Yeah, I saw it twice, luckily. Um, but that was nuts. Like, I, Mon in for the Confessions tour Montreal, there were only two dates, and they were the only Canadian shows. Mm. So getting tickets to that was the most stressful sure. thing ever. <laughs> yeah, fighting all of Canada, you know? Yes, exactly, because everyone <laughs> was just like, you know. Oh, geez. Yeah. 
Um, well, I appreciate you coming on the show. I'm sure you're exhausted. I don't want to take up too much more of your time. But before you go, there's a little segment on the show that we like to call the lightning round. Okay, I was praying that you would do this. Oh, I didn't course. know if you would. Oh, and no, This no, is no. one of my favorite segments of, well, it, it, I live for this segment. Okay, well, so, so then I'm very you, excited that it's as my As you turn. know, these answers are meant to be quick off the top of your head. Yes. Wherever you're at in your Madonna journey, don't think too hard. Favorite Madonna song? Uh, the Power of Goodbye. Oh, so good. It's so yeah. good. Favorite I'm more Madonna. of a Madonna ballad person. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, Power of Goodbye, I, I would have loved if she'd like slotted that in somewhere. Me too. You know? I think she's saving ballads for the ballads tour years from now. I, oh, that would be my dream tour. Somewhere like maybe 75, you know, Perfect. she'll like be s- sitting on a very comfortable chair just singing. That's my dream Madonna show, yeah. honestly. You know, what would you like to hear from the audience? You know, and <laughs> yeah, just, right. Just, and five, four, three, two, you know, and then, <laughs> uh, favorite Madonna album. Music. Favorite Madonna music video. Rain. Mm. It's just so beautiful. Yeah. It, it holds up. It really, it's, well, the cinematography is gorgeous. It's just she, stunning. She looks beautiful. Like, I mean, there's so many g- beautiful and like frame by frame. Yes, exactly. Like, it's just, I, yeah, I'm just like, I'm just like drinking beauty watching that video. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's iconically gorgeous. Like, yeah. It's, I, I miss those type of epic. That's, I feel like she deserves those type of videos all the time. Honestly, even that song and like hearing it at the show reminded me that like, Rain is just such a unique, special song. Like, not just within her own catalog, but just even more broadly. Like, there's not really... I don't even know how to describe Rain. It's just like, what is it? Yeah, you don't really get, like... It's, it seems like a very unconventional power ballad, you know? Yeah. You know, like, if you, like, put it up against something like... uh, like a 1990s Celine Dion or yeah. Mariah, a Mariah Carey vintage. It's not like that. You know, like it, it there's doesn't... There's something even, even there's like, I feel like there's even an element of like new age in it, you know? Oh, yeah, like, yeah, it's like Enya. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit. Like, yeah, it's just such a special song and that video is yeah. perfect. Yeah. Uh, favorite Madonna tour? Oh my God. Well, I honestly, I'm going to have to say the celebration tour. Oh, because nice. it is. it was the most fun I've ever had at a Madonna show. Oh, that's amazing. And I've had a lot of fun at Madonna shows. They're always the best. Yeah. Uh, favorite Madonna movie? Evita. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, that was my intro to Madonna as a kid. Like, I didn't even know who Madonna was. Like, I didn't really have a concept of her, you know? And when I was nine or ten and that movie came out and I saw the trailer, I was just so instinctively drawn to it. Uh-huh. And I told my mom, like, I have to see that movie. I don't know why, but it was like this calling. And that's what made me obsessed with her. Oh, interesting. And so you saw that movie and then what was your... So I saw that Did movie you just like then, tumble down a rabbit hole of Madonna? Ba- yeah. So like I saw that movie. Then for my 10th birthday, my best friend got me the cassette soundtrack. Uh-huh. And I listened to that for months and months and months. And then I asked my mom if Madonna had any other album. Oh, that's adorable. And, yeah. I love that. Right, does she have any other songs? <laughs> and then I got the Immaculate Collection. And then when I listened to the Immaculate Collection, it was like, oh my God, that's Madonna. And it was like, uh, I know I that see. song. I know that song. I know that song. But I just didn't have an idea. I was still young and I didn't have that idea of like who the stars were, who the people were behind the song. Sure, sure, know? sure. Yeah. Oh, wow. What a gift. You were yes, what a gift to be yes. able to have basically like at that point like 15 years worth of Madonna just like descend oh, yeah. upon oh, you. Oh yeah. Oh my god. And then it, from that from that point onwards it was like 
pure mental illness. <laughs> uh, favorite Madonna look, and this can be from a music video, a tour, a photo shoot. Okay, I have to choose two. Okay. Um, her look when she sang the Power of Goodbye on top of the pops and sort of like the whole Power of Goodbye promo era where she yes. had like kind of similar hair to what I have right yeah, now. Yeah. Like I just thought she looked, I love that like dark ray of light, like 99 look, you know, like mm-hmm. Power of Goodbye, nothing really matters that era. And also for me, this is the ultimate one for me is the Los Angeles Evita premiere when she's uh, wearing the red Valentino with the like sort of tulip hat. Oh, it's so good. And the the ve- the, the, the red veil. Yeah, like, yeah. I she has never looked more glamorous and beautiful. Like to me, that is just the most stunning she has ever looked. Uh, she turned out some looks for that Evita well, tour. Uh, honestly, and the Golden Globes, like that whole Evita premiere award season, like. But that Los Angeles premiere look in particular, every time I stumble across a picture of it, I'm just like, holy fuck. Yeah, I forgot about that look. I mean, especially when you look at her and like, about it in a while. But when you look at her as that, like, you know, sort of like punky kid in the late 70s, early 80s, how did that person become the person on that red carpet? Like, that's an insane, like, transformation. Totally. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. It's when she puts on some glamour, it's, and I don't feel like we've seen that version of her in a really long long time. time. Because there was a time from like, I think 2010 onwards where the red carpet looks became very costume, you know, like, mm -hmm. like when she did like the Marlene Dietrich look for the MDNA tour film premiere. And then like, you know, even at the like Billboard Music Awards where she's wearing like, I don't know, just some weird thing that's not, it doesn't even look like real clothes, you know, it just right, like, looks like right. a costume. I miss Glamour Madonna big time because she pulled it out. Yeah. You know, I mean, there was, I think like that, like that big yellow dress that she wore to the yeah. VH1 Fashion Awards and... Uh, you know what though? I, I have a feeling there was like a Met Gala, like one of the one of the most recent Met Galas she's been at, where she didn't she do a ball gown? I'm trying to think of what, like maybe for Rebel Heart, that was maybe like the most yes, recent yes, glamorous. you're right, and I do love that look. I think she looked beautiful that night. But I think that but might yes, have that been was... like the tail end of her doing like Hollywood glamour. Yes, exactly. And even then, it was sort of like a little bit of an exception, you know? Yeah. Um, because she had already been so costumed. But no, it wasn't to the level of the Evita. The Evita, everything. Like, and I get it. She was trying to like weave into the world exactly. of, of Evita. Exactly. You she know, wanted like she to was, be seen as a Hollywood actress. Yeah, and, she was, and she was complimenting Evita's style at the same yes, time. You're exactly. like Ava, Ava Perone was such an elevated style figure yes. in the world. I think she was trying to like float along that. So yes. because, you know, as a if she wants voters to see her as that role show up on the red carpet as that role, you know? Exactly. Also, I screamed when I saw Ava Perone's picture in um, the backdrop. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The no fear moment. I wasn't expecting Mm -hmm. to see Evita's picture and I just got so excited. Yeah. Uh, well, Trina, thank you so much for taking the time. This I love talking to you. This is great. Me too. This, this is such a blast. To do this again. And yes. uh, tell, tell everyone where they can find you on social. Um, on Instagram, TikTok, um, at Trina Winter. Yeah, as simple as that. 
Nice. And remember, everybody, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and threads at MLVC Podcast. If you'd like to donate to the show, we're on Venmo at MLVC Podcast. If you've not yet subscribed to our YouTube channel, make sure you tick that subscribe button so you never miss a video. I'll be going live with more people who are attending the celebration tour over the next couple of months. So you can tune in and watch and listen and hear wonderful thoughts like Trina's. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> uh, trying to stay where you are, but until next time, everybody, farewell. The power of goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>